Welcome back, everyone, to episode 7 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Cresta, and this week we'll be going through the movie news, and we'll also be doing a short review on the new Marvel film, Shang-Chi. This week, I have on my dad, who's actually the one that got me in the film, got me the one to study it more, and yeah, so how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to have you on, finally. I know you wanted to be on a couple episodes ago, couldn't make that happen at first. And I also want to introduce my other little co-host for the day, Annie. Annie, you want to say hi? Hi. Annie's going to help us with the fan questions a little later on. But hopping into the first topic of the day, uh, Red Notice, a Netflix original film starring Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds has premiered its first trailer. What do you think about it? I got to be honest. I, I've seen similar trailers <laughs> from Netflix with similar movies, and I'm expecting similar results. A, a mediocre film, maybe a little bit of fun, a little bit of action, excitement. Obviously, it's got Gagadot, so I'm, I'm excited to see her, but I'm just not, I'm not buying it. You're not buying into the whole buddy cop between Ryan Reynolds and The Rock? Well, you know my feelings are Ryan Reynolds, as it is. Um, Best actor of all time. It, Sure, if he's playing the same role in every movie, but um, no, I'm just I'm just not buying it. And I love Dwayne Johnson. I love again Gal Gadot, um, but I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm buying it. Well, I think everyone should go check out the trailer because even though maybe it's not going to be, it's going to be like a fifty some percent on Rotten Tomatoes and every critic site. In my opinion, I think for people who love like a fun action movie just to throw on on a rainy day or something like that, I think that that's what this movie is. Yeah, it's like a fun movie. Like it doesn't have to win an Academy Award. This movie needs to be fun, and if Ryan Reynolds is in it, it's going to be a fun movie. Yeah, if, if you have the flu and you're taking some Nyquil and you just <laughs> want to sit back, yeah, I think it's, I think it will be fine. Um, you'll you'll get a little bit of entertainment out of it. Sorry, everyone, if you heard my dogs barking in the background. But um, moving on to the next subject, even though I can't even talk to you about Ryan Reynolds right now, that's. It's going to really aggravate me. <laughs> but um, sadly, moving on to some news I know me and all my friends are going to be pretty annoyed about is that Venom Let There Be Carnage is officially PG-13. I personally have wanted Venom to be rated R because Venom is supposed to be this gruesome, super dark hero, anti-hero. Especially with Carnage playing the villain in this one. I really wanted them to stretch it this time, but they didn't. No. Um, yeah, I... I love Woody Harrelson, and I think his carnage is going to be awesome. Could have been better rated R, sure. Um, you know my feelings on the first Venom. I think it was overrated. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, I think Venom was just a little, still a little too hokey for me. But carnage looks like the way carnage should be, and Woody Harrelson's a top-notch actor um, who I think will do a good job. Yeah, because I don't think Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson really do bad movies. But my only problem is what you're saying. Venom was a little hokey. Venom's not supposed to be hokey. He's supposed to be scary, dark. Yeah. And the last time, the two times we've seen him so far, the Venom and Spider-Man 3, he's been a little hokey, which isn't what I want out of the character. Uh, I, I agree. Um, I won't even talk about Spider-Man 3. I pretend <laughs> that Venom didn't happen. But this one's good. It's just, it's lacking. And, and if you watch the... The trailer, um, Tom Hardy tells Venom he can eat whoever he wants, and we get a oh yeah out of Venom. And 
it just it doesn't fly with me. Um, whereas on the other side, uh, Carnage again looks scary. It looks awesome. And Woody Harrelson uh, looks like he's going to kick some butt with it. Except for his fake wig, which I'm not, I'm not buying in on it. I can't do it. He's a serial killer. Maybe he knows he has a fake wig on. But uh, moving on from Venom, going into one of my favorite trailers that I've seen that's got me super excited is the No Time to Die final trailer has been released. And I thought it looked absolutely incredible. I really believe, I hope this isn't a spoiler, this is my theory. I really do believe Daniel Craig's James Bond will die in this film. I think that's what they were setting up through the trailer. It just, just seemed like, in my opinion, that's how they were going for it. Yeah, I mean, we got lucky we just saw it on the big screen, the trailer. Um, and I felt like I got my money worth just, just from that trailer. I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. I probably thought two or three of the previous James Bond movies were okay. I think his m- movies are excellent. I think the, the villains are excellent. I think he um, is a perfect character for that. And I like the serious, serious tone of his James Bond movies. Um, I will be very sad to see him go unless, unless Idris Elba becomes James Bond, but I will be sad to see him go, but the trailer looks amazing. Um, Rami Malek is, is going to be creepy, I think. And I'm, I mean, we've been talking about this for how long we've been wanting wanting this to come out and uh, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Uh, We have, we have a, a nice couple months coming up of some good movies coming out. Spider-Man, Eternals. We got a lot. Is Idris or Idris Elba, is he your main choice for the next James Bond? Is that who you want? Yeah, I, I, I think he'd be perfect. Um, I just think he's, he's a, he would play that part perfectly. Uh, and he's a Brit, and you're not you're not fitting a square peg into a round hole. I think he he's debonair. He's a good-looking guy. He's, he's badass. Um can I, if I can say that on, on no, that. you can. You can um, and I, I think he would, he'd be per- perfect. As I love him since he was Stinger Bell, and I love him um, in, in any role he plays. I think my, I have two that I've been wanting to see play Joe. Richard Madden, which if you guys don't know, plays Rob Stark in Game of Thrones, and he's also going to be in the Eternals. And he was in Bodyguard. I think he would be a really suave James Bond, especially through the parts of Bodyguard, which I have seen. He gives off that James Bond vibe. He looks good in the suit. A lot of cool aspects to him. But my number one is Charlie Hunnam. I would love Charlie Hunnam to play him. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam would be cool. Um, Got that suave look to him. Uh, the, the, um, the other guy, I don't think he's a James Bond. I think he's like a Jimmy Bond. I, I don't I don't, what, I don't. buy it. How do you not? Richard Madden is suave, super cool. Yeah, and he walked right into a massacre. <laughs> in Game can't of say that. <laughs> I hope no one was listening that hasn't watched Game of Thrones. I am so sorry. If they haven't watched Game of Thrones, they're gonna catch up. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I don't buy him. Charlie Hunnam, I I love Charlie Hunnam. Um, I don't even know if I buy him as James Bond. Uh, but I also didn't buy Daniel Craig at first. Um, I just I think Idris Elba is is the right choice. I think we should go back to Pierce Brosnan. Oh, stop. Bring back the goat. <laughs> stop. <laughs> but yeah, moving on from that, we're both very excited about No Time to Die. Annie, do you have any thoughts on James Bond? I don't know who he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, moving on from that, Annie, cover yours. 
Now, uh, Jackass Forever has been delayed from October 2nd to February 4th. We got to see this trailer on the big screen today. I'm a huge Jackass fan. I love the movies. I think they're a lot of fun to watch. They're stupid, but that's the point of them. But I'm super excited for it. It's going to be sad not seeing Johnny Knoxville get hurt anymore for, for money. I'm gonna let you talk about this because I have nothing to say. I've never, I haven't liked the, I didn't like the first one. I'm not gonna like this one. I, I don't, I just don't buy into it. And it's not, it's not my age. It's, it's been around for a long time. Um, I just, I get nothing from it. Um, and I don't know how you review a movie like that either. But, but I'm sure people will like it. And I'm sure people will have fun with it. Yeah, like. It's not, it's not supposed to be like a movie like, oh, oh, the new Jackass is coming out. I can't wait to review this. It's kind of like the movie that you're like, oh, my God, Jackass. Let's go watch it. Or if it's free somewhere, you put it on because you get to watch these six idiots hurt themselves for hours on two hours. Like we saw in the trailer, Johnny Knoxville gets hit with a bull and gets <laughs> yeah. absolutely catapulted from it. Listen, I can see some comedy in it. But right after you watch Red Notice, when you take that mic, well, <laughs> Throw Jackass on, and uh, you can round out your night. But yeah, that's a little thing on Jackass. Can't wait for that. Sadly, it has been deleted again. And going on to something that I'm... Not sad. (laughs) (laughs) And something I'm actually really upset about, I know you're going to be so sad about it too, is that Mission Impossible 7 has been delayed from May 27th to September 7th of 2022. So we have to wait a whole year for this movie now. Yeah, you know I love these movies. Um, you know, as as silly as they may seem, sometimes they're just super, super fun. Um, you know, it's, it's almost the Bourne movies was a little more spaghetti-ish, I guess. But I, I love them. I'm excited about this movie, and the fact that it keeps getting delayed is is killing me. But uh, but the slate of movies coming up, I think we're okay. But Tom Cruise. He does a great job with these, and I'm I'm sure this one's going to be as good as the rest. I've, I've liked them all. They all uh, keep me entertained. They're fun. Um, definitely excited. Yeah, I'm super excited. So, quick little thing. I didn't get to put this on the outline. First, uh, Tom Cruise is doing a stunt for this movie where he's riding a motorcycle off a cliff and then parachuting. And he there was a set video of him doing the jump, like no, no strings or anything. Like he's jumping off a bike, off a cliff, and then parachuting. Like, live. He's not tied into anything. No. He, he's... He, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's, what, he's 60, right? No, he's 56. 56? 56, 56, 57. Jeez, but, that's crazy. You know in that scene when they halo jump, him and Henry Cavill? Mm-hmm. You know they actually halo jump? Yeah, I did Because they, like, that. practiced it, and that whole scene is really shot them falling and all that. And he did that, that jump scene where he broke... Broke his leg. Yeah, broke his leg. And they yeah. used the scene that he broke his leg. Yeah. In the actual cut. Yeah, I, I like that. And you know, just like you pointed out when I watched Django, Django again the other day with the, the scene when uh, Leonardo cuts his hand, uh, it's cool those little, those little yeah, tidbits like, of uh, information. That they're, so, that they're so into their job, they love it so much that they're willing to go through this pain of bleeding, breaking bones, and continue to do their job. Yeah, they believe what they're doing, which is that's, 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 that's the part of acting, acting, right? Yeah. But uh, – I don't have the exact dates, but I know that Top Gun Maverick has also been delayed now. So Tom Cruise has two movies delayed. I'm pretty sure it's coming out around next August, but it has been delayed as it was supposed to come out two months from now. But moving on from that, we will get into the Shang-Chi review. This is a spoiler-free review, so if you have not seen the film, this is just us giving our thoughts. 
and we'll give it an out of 10 score when we get to the end. But I'll let you give the synopsis, actually. Yeah, so you know, Shang-Chi is, is a kid who grows up in a, again, without giving spoilers, in a special kind of family. Um, he leaves that family, comes to the United States, and spends years there. Uh, <clears throat> something drags him back into the family business, and we learn his, his origin. And uh, it takes us through uh, his origin uh, to who his parents were, who his family is, and uh, what he's fighting for, where they've been. Uh, you know, we always get that question, <laughs> where were these guys uh, when Thanos and and everyone else was attacking the planet? You, you, you get that kind of, those kind of answers. And you get to see some, some cool um, known Marvel characters like Wong, and I'm not going to mention the other ones, but um, Wong's in the trailer, so... I'm not spoiling anything, but it, it was, it was really fun. Um, I, I, when I go, I want to be entertained. I want it to be fun. Uh, I won't tell you it's an Academy Award winning movie, but the characters are fun. Um, Aquafina, uh, I think st- stole the show and, um, I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. I, I would recommend to everyone. I do think that maybe some of the critics overdid what they got with the score. But all in all, I think the action sequences were the best so far out of Marvel's, all of their movies so far, except for maybe Winter Soldier, which I think that their action sequences were super well done, super well choreographed. But Simu Lee, the guy who plays Shang-Chi, he put in over three months of martial arts training, and so did Tony Luen Chi. I don't want to say that wrong, but if I did, did. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he plays the Mandarin. He also put in three months of training. They all... All the fighting you see in there, there's no de-aging or anything. They're not using a different actor. He learned it, and he's around 60 years old, and he's learning these fight scenes. But a cool little side character that I brought up to my buddy, Matt, who was on the podcast last week, was that there's a guy in the trailer everyone saw with the metal arm, sort of. He plays Drago's son in, in Creed 2. Oh, you and know People what? didn't realize that. I was, like, trying to... I was The entire time we're sitting there watching it, uh, I was trying to remember where he was from. I knew I saw him from somewhere. Thank you. Thanks for... Uh... For uh, pointing that out to me, because it was bothering me during the whole movie. Um, but no, you, you, you're right about that. The fight, the fight scenes are awesome, uh, well choreographed, seem realistic, uh, exciting, and um, I, I, I thought that was a a huge part of it. It's a funny movie. Um, it tells a good story and it introduces this this new character who's going to be part of this this uh, Marvel universe. Yeah. It seems like they're setting him up to be one of, like one of the key guys of Phase Four because they already announced a sequel. And oh, they, they announced it yesterday before the film even fully came out. They had announced that there is going to be a sequel, and I really liked how they went to the lore, like of his powers. They yeah. really explained like the whole background to it, how this has been through generations and generations, and now it's his time. I actually watching the trailer. I was didn't like his his suit. Mm-hmm. But then when he actually like gets going in the suit, I was like, okay, the suit's pretty cool. Even though he's wearing like joggers and all blacked out Air Force Ones. But besides <laughs> besides that, I thought it was a really cool suit. Uh, again, Aquafina stole the show. But one of my things I actually really, really liked about it is that they made a lot more adult jokes. Mm-hmm. Like normally it's a lot more kid friendly. Some of the jokes I would I kinda like looked like thought my brother's watching this. Like I wasn't expecting that. 
but I thought it was really funny, really well written. Yeah, Marvel has a, sometimes struggles with some pacing, in my opinion, and doesn't always. I'm trying to. Think. They don't always get the best shots because there are a couple shots in this that me and my buddy were laughing at. It's like close-up shots that I didn't personally like. But all in all, I thought it was a really well-done origin story for a character that no one really knows. Yeah, I know the, the shots you're talking about. I, I, I didn't see it that way, <laughs> but I do see how you saw it that way. Um, and definitely, uh, when you go see this, definitely stick around. There is a... There's yeah. a, a post-credit scene or a mid-credit scene, I believe. It's only a mid-credit scene, and it's actually – the credits are very short for the mid-credit scene. But we left. I'm really hoping there wasn't a second end-credit scene. Was there a possibility that there was? I didn't look it up. <laughs> so we're not doing very ju- <laughs> good justice on this. So I would stay the whole credits because we only watched the one and got up and left. I don't think there was because the lights come on. They usually don't come on if there's a second one. But, but, oh, wait. sorry. Uh, no, it, it was good though. It it was a, it, it was a, an important scene. Yeah, it's very. It yeah. sets up some stuff for Phase Four, and the next Phase Four movie we get is the Eternals. Yeah, which I'm really really excited for. I can see my boy Jon Snow and Rob Stark battling again. Best yeah, characters. In yeah, that show. Rob Stark's in is in the right role there. Um, yeah, it, like I said, same thing with No Time to Die. We we got to see No Time to Die, and we got to see the Eternals trailer. Um, I could have left after that, and I felt like I got my money's worth. I'm super excited about the Eternals. Uh, the cast is unbelievable. I think that the the storyline's going to be good, and um, there's there's it just had a, it felt like it had a different feel to it, right? It didn't it didn't feel like it had the normal Marvel formula to it. It felt it feels a little different. Well, it feels different because Marvel Kevin Feige, I love the dude. He runs a lot of their stuff, but Chloe Zhao's directing this, and she directed Nomadland, yeah. and she actually won Best Director for that. I highly recommend that film, going a little bit off topic, but she, he told her, he was like, this is your movie, because she own, she came to them and was like, I want to do The Eternals, right? and they, their budget was, the budget's still $200 million, but the reason it was not $300 million, which was the original set, is because Chloe Zhao loves shooting on location, so most of the shots are really there. Of course, the spaceships and stuff that you see aren't there, but the actual place is there. She's very well known for her cinematography because she does it herself. But the Eternals looks really, really well done, and I can't wait to see it on the big screen because I feel like this is a movie you have to see on the big screen. It just looks yeah. like a big epic. Yeah. So I, I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that um, much like they did with The Revenant, that she did a lot of natural lighting. She, oh, yeah. She, yeah, she, she liked one location filming um which i think that's the different feel um it doesn't the feel movie, like don't, yeah it, it doesn't feel, feel like that animation like it, cgi in the background like a little noticeable this looks like they're really there yeah I, you said it, it felt like marvel goes to nomad land like if yeah that combination yeah that's a good that's a good way to put it um but the i mean the cast um it's just it's really exciting and and i'm I'm looking forward to it. We've been looking forward We've to it. We've been waiting for this film um, for a long time. You know, COVID obviously messed everything up, but I think now we're starting to get, with all these coming out at the same time, for some people, it's overload. For me, it's heaven. Oh, no, this is I, perfect. I, I will, I mean, you know, I'll go to a movie every night if I, if I could. Um, I, I, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah, but 
I'm now we can give our scores out of ten. I'm gonna actually give it. I think I'll give it a seven nine. I didn't think it was like because I gave Civil War an eight. I think this is right flow of Civil War in my opinion. It's like a seven nine. I would I would not give Civil War eight. I probably would give it like eight and a half. I give this I give this a I give it an eight. Um, it's not as good as Civil War, but it's but it's 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 a it's a fun movie. It's good. When I leave there and I'm not disappointed, I'm entertained. It, that's good to me. Um, you know, not every movie is going to have the the end game storyline yeah, no. and the all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, Civil War um, and Infinity War and stuff like that. But um, I, I say eight. I say an eight. But yeah, so that was our review on our spoiler-free review on Shang Chi. I hope that was helpful. Again, I gave it a seven nine, but it's really hard for me to give a nine. So it's seven nine. It's still really good. I really would recommend this to anyone that asks: Is this worth going to see? It's worth the money. It was worth it for just the trailers that we got to see. But moving on from that, we will move into our three fan questions, and then we'll close it out. Annie, did you want to read question one for me? Do you think James Bond will die in this film? This from is Connor. From Connor. Do I think James Bond will die in this film? As I said earlier, yes, I do. Because they do, they say, like, from his beginning to his climactic end. Which kind of seems like that they're setting up, this is it. Like, he's done. As much as I wanted to get that happy ending with the girl, finally, I don't think they're going to give him it. And maybe this is wishful thinking. I'm thinking more on the... The lines of a Dark Knight Rises ending where you think he's dead and maybe you do see him in, you know, Morocco with the with, with the girl this time. I'm hoping. Um, I would be surprised if it and if he does die, there's got to be the introduction of a new James Bond in my mind. And I don't think that's going to happen. No. Um, therefore, I, in my opinion, I do not think he dies. And Annie, I'm just gonna let me do this one. Annie will do the last one. Okay. Now he, here's a question from Aaron from Nerd Soup. Aaron always asks the best questions. Uh, what makes a movie perfect? Hmm. Um, in my opinion, there hasn't been a perfect movie yet. Like nothing. I don't think any movie's perfect. You can pick something out of each movie that you didn't enjoy and doesn't make it perfect to you. But in my opinion, if there was a perfect movie, it would be I think thrillers bring me to the closest to a perfect movie because I think they have a good sense of suspense. If it's a good one, they have good pacing. It keeps you intrigued the entire movie and entertained. So I think if you can keep the peop- keep the audience intrigued the entire movie and keep them on the edge of their seats with good pacing, good acting, great acting, and a great script, I think you can make a perfect movie. I just don't think it has happened yet. And I will disagree as I look across the room at one of my posters on the wall. I think the Shawshank Redemption is, is as perfect as they come. Um, amazing acting, incredible story, cool twist. Um, I, it just, for me, it's, it's a, a perfect movie. I, I, you know, my feelings on, it. I think it's the best movie ever made. Um, and, and I, I love it. But I think what you said, the the nuts and bolts of what makes it is, is true. But I, I think that movie comes close. And 
I gotta say Goodfellas. I think yeah, I was gonna say Goodfellas is up there as one of the movies sure. that I find almost perfect. Sure. Yeah. But moving on to the last question, Annie, would you like to read it? Do you have a favorite director from Anthony? I personally have a favorite director, but it is a tie. It goes between Villeneuve, who has directed some of my favorite movies of all time, and David Fincher, who has directed most likely my favorite movie of all time, which is Seven. As of right now, it's Seven. My favorite movie changes almost daily. But yeah, I those are my two favorite directors. Tarantino's right there, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like, you know, I, I like Tarantino. Uh, we, <laughs> we'll debate this one another day. But um, I, I think it's got to be Scorsese. I mean, just love his movies. Um, Except Shutter Island. I'm going to watch Shutter Island again. I'm going yes, to give you, I'm going to give you that. I, I will watch it again. Um, it's not that I don't like Shutter Island. I figured it out early on. You also didn't like Fight Club until like four months ago, five months ago, because I had to make you go back and watch it. I think I was tired. Okay. I I, listen, I I will admit (laughs) I was wrong. Fight Club is a lot. And and I listen, I don't want to say that. I love Ed Norton and I adore Brad Pitt. Um, But I'd say Scorsese. I mean, you can't go wrong saying Martin Scorsese. But uh, Annie, I'm going to start with you. Do you have any recommendations for people to watch a movie or TV show? Um, you can come close. You should watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. And where do they find that? Disney Plus. Thank you, Annie. Uh, Dad, do you have any recommendations for everyone? Not so, not so much a recommendation, but I'm embarrassed to say this, that it took me all these years to watch Sopranos. Um, I have a couple episodes left. Um. It's very good. I don't think it's the, the best show ever, like some people say, but it's very good. Um, but I just started watching The Queen's Gambit, and uh, I'm liking that, so maybe that's a, a good recommendation. And I'm going to go back to a limited series that is on HBO Max. Technically, it's a limited series. It's, it's a bunch of different seasons, all different stories with different directors. I would highly recommend anyone that is into thrillers, as I was just saying. I would highly recommend True Detective Season 1. Which stars Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson playing detectives hunting down a serial killer over 20 years. I think it might be the best season of television ever. It's right there with season four and six of Game of Thrones and the final season of Breaking Bad. It, it is. You're you're not going out on a ledge saying it might be the best single season of television. Um, you know, we talked about Woody Harrelson earlier. He's just awesome. Matthew McConaughey is just. I mean, he he just set, goes to a different level in that show. Uh, it's definitely one. If if people haven't watched it, definitely one to sit sit down and watch. Yeah, highly recommend that. And that will actually wrap up the episode. Dad, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you. I I'm looking forward to coming back so we can debate a little bit with some some other stuff that we some on a daily basis <laughs> on a daily basis we debate movie wise. But uh, thank you for having me and. Um, um, this is great. Yeah, I had a great time. Annie, would thank you for coming on. Did you want to say bye to everyone? Bye. Everyone, again, thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Make sure to like and share the episode. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere else that you can find podcasts. Again, thank you to my sponsors. Thank you, for everyone, for making this show happen. Thank you for all the support I've been getting. Oh, and Annie. 
Thank you for that. I will be making a YouTube channel starting probably two weeks from now. Me and my buddies will be setting it up. We will have a desk. We'll have a whole video section of this. So you will be able to find us on YouTube soon. As of right now, you can follow me at the Popcorn Podcast or at my other Instagram, which is at Tommy Cresta. Thank you again, for everyone, for tuning in. I had a great time. Thank you again, Dad. Thank you, Annie, for coming on. And I will see you guys next week with my big guest, country singer Charlie Cope, where we will rank the top 10 comedy movies of all time. Thank you again, and I will talk to you guys next week.